0: This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, our very own human lie detector, Ryan Nelson.
1: Justin, after last night's emotional episode of The Last of Us, it's nice to get back to a character that wakes up and smokes, drinks <laughs> large forest lights, and rides around with a MAGA dog solving problems
0: That's, right. That's right. Oh, man. I love the MAGA dog. Who can't yeah. love the MAGA dog? So. Yeah. The only MAGA I want in my life is a MAGA dog. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the first four episodes of Poker Face on Peacock. If you are new or a regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash themainattractionpodcast podcast. you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter, whether it's the 3 the 5 the $10, or the $20 level, will get you the show ad-free. So just head over to our Patreon and you can start getting those shows ad-free once you sign up. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, write us a review while you're there on Apple Podcasts. If you would like to interact with the show, you can always send us an email to our email address, mainattractionpod at gmail.com. Just send us an email with any comments, any questions, any thoughts you might have, any things, any suggestions you might have on things we might want to cover, anything you would like for us, uh, for us to cover here on the podcast, we would love to take those, we'd love to hear those, and we will definitely take those into consideration. All right, we are discussing Poker Face. Uh, it is our first time to venture into the world of Peacock. Uh, so, real quick before we get into it, just general thoughts on this show when you were watching the first four episodes.
1: Um, we've been talking a lot about Dad TV lately. Yes.
0: This is Peacock oh, TV. Oh, is, this, is, this is so incredibly great, Dad TV. It uh, is. I mean, when I was watching the first four episodes, like, Gosh, I love this. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, it's, it's just, you know. I mean, you, you can kind of turn your brain off because like they're not asking mm-hmm. you to solve the crime because right. they 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 do what I, I, look I never watched Murder She Wrote. I did watch uh, when I was a kid during the summer. Uh, my mom loved Columbo and she would watch Columbo reruns on A and E all the time. So I would watch Columbo with her and I and I really enjoyed it because I mean this is what they did in Columbo. They bring in a guest yeah. star. They would show the hit the person committing the murder and Columbo would just kind of like make everybody think he's the dumbest guy alive and solve the Good. murder because uh, they completely underestimate and that's kind of what they do with her with charlie kale in this oh yeah i mean like i said you can turn your brain off a little bit because they show you exactly what happens they you know, not even have to sit there and think oh well this is the person that that's the person that did." it's it's just wonderful man it's so wonderful yeah
1: well, this is just like the shows from the, all the other shows from 70s, 80s. You could throw in Magnum, P.I., yeah, mm-hmm. Rockford Files, right. all these shows about like a diagnosis murder. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Uh, they're just like, you know, you, like you said, you just sit back, have some fun. There's a, usually a guest star and they've had some huge names on yeah, this they are. one. Mm-hmm, they do. Uh, and like, and it's just, it's just fun. And obviously, Ron Johnson loves a good weird and quirky story and character and he has found his muse because there's no one weird and quirkier than I'm that not natasha really yeah
0: she's like i'm not i'm not real familiar with her because i haven't seen Orange Is the new black i've not seen uh russian doll i've Russia heard they're, doll. i've heard they're really good but i haven't oh, seen Oh yeah,
1: yeah i haven't seen the second season of russian doll i watched a few seasons of orange and new black she's really good you don't remember her when she was young
0: who was, was she when she was young?
1: She was in American Pie. Oh, was she really? I don't yeah. remember that. What role did she play? She, she was like the friend of the girls.
0: Oh, I think you're right now. Now I remember that. She, yeah. She had a pretty big yeah, role. Yeah. She, she became that.
1: famous in an uh, independent movie called The Slums of Beverly Hills. Right. I, Adam, I heard of Alan it. Alan Arkin was her dad. It was a really good movie. And she kind of broke out because she was so different than young girls of right. that era. And then, then she ended up having all kinds of problems. Right, she was like, yeah, in the American Pie movie, she's like
0: Tara Reed's best friend or something like that.
1: Something like that. Yeah. yeah, I remember that now.
0: Yeah, I totally forgotten about that. I forgotten that she was in those in those films. It's been so long since I've seen them. So she was like the person giving everyone advice. Right, she was. I like I had completely forgotten that she was in those in those films. Uh, well, what's interesting about her in just in general is, I mean, she's not like. She's not unattractive but she's not the most attractive yeah. person like to grace you know film or television so they can do some they can kind of play with that because they because she's much more attractive than what they appear. They put her in right. this show. I mean, she is yeah, the, yeah. the trashy white person, white girl right. in, in the yeah, in this show. Yeah. And you know they're they're playing that up, and she can and she can do it so just incredibly well. I mean, just because of her voice, if no other reason, right? Because right. she's got that raspy,
1: just yeah. you know,
0: smoker voice. I don't know if she actually yeah. smokes or anything, but it sounds well, like she, she had has
1: that voice. Young now, granted, it's got a little raspier, right? It so has. Uh, I'm sure a couple of Marlboros have gone down that. Like, oh, I'm that sure they have. Part. But yeah, she really does. She is perfect for this kind of role, especially a cocktail waitress. Oh yeah,
0: cocktail waitress exactly, and a poker player. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean she 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 checks all the she checks yeah. all the boxes for this. Uh, just the general vibe of the show. It's a, there's an interesting feel to it because it is definitely takes place in the current time frame because you got the subway guy who was doing the TikToks. You've got smartphones. Yeah. You have got all these things, but you also have like. You've got some, like, older, like, feeling technology in this. Like, for example, her watch is a Casio uh, that she's putting her time okay. on. Uh, the guy who did the barbecue, I want have to pull up the IMDb, because so I'm not going to remember all of the characters. Lil Lil, yeah, Lil, Lil Ray. little Ray, uh, what's his name? Was the actor. Lil real Ray Yeah, thank you. Uh, he has one of those similar type of watches. But, you know, the show, the radio show that he goes and does in mm-hmm. today's in today's world he wouldn't be doing a radio show he'd be doing a podcast podcast. yeah yeah, uh so i mean it's just little things like that that makes it feel dated even though it's not yeah yeah that's a good point i didn't think about that uh but like i said it's just a it's just a it's just an a a weird vibe like i said it's it's a vibe that i like but it's still it 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 just it feels like it's out of this time frame but it's really not so
1: yeah
0: uh but it's like it's just a really fun show and here's the thing about this type of a show because with this type of a show what you have to do is i mean look let's be honest the premise is kind of dumb i mean it's mm-hmm, a person mm-hmm. who knows not because i mean there's nothing that explains it she just knows when people are lying and she's always knows it. yeah
1: so if, and she didn't have a tell either i looked for that like i was looking to see if she made like a certain face right that she could tell and she never did that
0: no she she never did that and like i said it's kind of a dumb premise. So if you're going to have this premise, that's just kind of far fetched and kind of dumb. You've got to execute everything else around it so perfectly, and that's what they've done. Is they've just mm-hmm. done the rest of the show so perfectly, and it all just ends up making sense. So, uh, like, I said, it's just really incredible the way they've done this. These, especially these first four episodes. Uh, yeah, I kind of wish they hadn't done four. I kind of wish they'd done like maybe two instead, and kind of spread this out a little bit. Yeah, or or release them all. Or release them all. Yeah, I mean if we're going to if we're going to do, I mean I've seen people do two. I've seen people do three. I never seen somebody yeah. do four and then go to a weekly format. So I thought that was yeah, kind of and, weird.
1: It, it really, especially since you know the weekly format has like four. I watched them all on the same night, and four felt so different than the rest of them. Right, they did. And there really is no there's really no well it was shorter but it felt the longest right it did you're right and like I said I mean I
0: watched the first two on Thursday night when it came out then I watched the next two on Friday night uh, the following Friday night so uh, like I said it was just kind of weird the fact they did four but you know whatever I guess they yeah. really wanted to, I guess they really wanted to try to get people sunk into this uh, that's the only I'll thing I be think honest
1: of. this is a binge show I don't know why they didn't throw it all out well Peacock has very little going for
0: it so I think that's kind of the yeah. thing they want to try to keep people around and you know, if they give if they yeah. do it if they do it over uh ten weeks or more actually this is gonna be, end up being I think uh, six weeks. If you start at the beginning, you gotta stay through till the end. But there's gonna be yeah. a lot of people who I think if they're going if they're getting it just for this show they're going to get it after all ten are released, and they're just going to binge it at that point, and then yeah, yeah, get their yeah. free trial out of the way. So, uh, but it is this is a show that is driving people to subscribe to subscriptions. I, I know that their prescription their subscriptions are up. Uh, this is by far going to be their biggest thing that they've had they've done so far. So, uh, and like I said, but there's a good reason for it because it's really really good so far. Yeah, it so. is really good. All right, uh, let's you want to go ahead and start getting into like individual episodes. Yeah, sure. All right, so the debut episode is basically kind of the one that explains everything. To me, it's the hardest one to pull off. And the reason why it's the hardest one to pull off, one, is it's explaining everything. But the villains, Adrian Brody and Benjamin Bratt, who play Sterling Frost and Cliff Legrand and Benjamin Bratt, obviously will be making reoccurring appearances throughout this thing. They know her her gift. They understand her Mm -hmm. gifts. And so what makes this challenging is... They have to make it they have to be very careful about what they say in front of her because anytime they lie she's going to know it and that was one of the things I was watching for in this debut episode yeah. it was like are they lying and every time they talk to her with the one exception when she calls it out, they are carefully saying things that are actually true without actually revealing what they're right.
1: saying Yeah yeah you could tell that I don't think Adrian Brody's character did the best job. Right, but Benjamin Bratt was definitely yeah like uh, being
0: very careful. Yeah, he was. He's being very, very careful. And you know, let's talk about Adrian Brody a little bit because he won the best, oh, Act- best actor Oscar back in like two thousand four, two thousand five, somewhere back then. Yeah, there. Uh, and everybody just assumed that his he, his career was going to take off. And he look, he's had a good career, but he has not become like the premier leading man. The reason for it,
1: he's a character actor, is what he, he is. He is a character actor, and he is finally. Played into that pretty much the last five years, and he's had some great parts. He had a great part on Succession. Yeah, he did. He did. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had great parts on little TV shows here and there. Right. And this is what he needs to be doing. He is a sleazy character actor. Right. He I is. watched the movie uh, Amsterdam. I think he was. I think it was Amsterdam. Yeah. And he had a very small part in that. Right. Like this is what he needs to be doing.
0: He just the whole reason things worked out so well from when he uh, was doing The Pianist is simply because he found a part that was good for him and it yeah. worked and it, you, you're not going to strike that for a lead actor there this for him to find a leading role it's going to be very very difficult for, and i know there are a lot of people that really want him to i mean yeah they tried that with the M. Night Shyamalan movie uh the village and that was just a complete flop uh yeah.
1: i mean but so, so he, he had a predator movie Oh, he that's right. Yeah,
0: I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, you're you're right about that.
1: And that movie's not bad.
0: Oh, it's not. Which one is it?
1: It's called Predator. Okay. Oh, that
0: was the reboot of it, wasn't it, or something
1: like that? Well, there was another reboot. This is the one that Richard Robert Rodriguez did. It came out like 2009. And okay, 2010.
0: No, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of a, of a different one. Okay, okay I never was saw that one. one. Yeah, yeah, I never saw that one. So
1: the one he's in is pretty good.
0: Oh, is it okay? Uh, I just never saw it. But uh, like I said, that's kind of the difficulty of of this particular this first episode is. They have to walk a really, really thin line. And, you know, it's just, it's quite obvious that he's holding something. Even though he's not lying, he still can't hold, he still can't deceive her. And she realizes that he's holding something back the entire time. yeah. And that's what makes the episode work is because she catches him. And that's another thing I like about this. She's never, like, it's almost like she's never that concerned with, like, setting him up for the police. She just wants to set them up to, like, hurt them right. in some way possible.
1: Yeah. Well, also, she's kind of running for the police. So she's, yeah, like, she got to get away from there. Uh, I-, I like the first episode, too, because uh, the um, she played Natalie Dasha. Uh, Polanco, Polanco. Mm-hmm. yeah, she was one of the stars of Orange Is the New Black, and has had a pretty good career. And I was like, when they killed her, right. I was like, I'm kind of surprised she took this role. And then she has this whole backstory to the show. I was like, oh, okay, right, yeah. Now I understand this show, and I understand why big actors are doing this.
0: Yeah, you, you understand exactly now. Just in case people are wondering, we talked about this when we talked about uh, Glass Onion. Noah Segan appears in every oh, yes. Ryan Johnson yes. show. He's the sheriff in this first episode. Uh, so if you are wondering where he shows up, he is the sheriff in uh, this first episode that uh, initially like is questioned by uh, by Charlie at the beginning. But uh, but it, like I said, what's so great about this is like she once she realizes that. Adrian Brody's character Charlie Frost is, is Sterling Frost excuse me he's behind this entire thing. She immediately begins to set up because she hears him say, you know, when they're trying to set up the 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 big whale that they're trying to the nav, he says, you know, hit him where it hurts. That's that that's yeah. the line. Yeah. Uh and so she goes about trying to hit him where it hurts and she basically ruins his casino uh, because yeah. no none of the big players are ever going to come uh, once they realize that there, uh, that the owner is trying to cheat to to like ruin one of their players. That's it for a casino. I mean, yeah. nobody will ever yeah. come to your casino again.
1: Well, the only problem is we did let off a child pornographer, so I've been like, <laughs> Yeah, I know, that's true. Uh, a child pornographer <laughs> kind of uh, got away, so yeah, yeah. But uh,
0: but I know she sent them, but she didn't though. She sent all those photos right. to, she sent them to uh, look. I don't know if FBI at FBI.gov or, okay, or anything is an actual You're email right. address but right. she okay. went about trying to send it to anybody she did send the pictures to the sheriff as well so yeah, uh true. so like i said she did she at least sent she sent it to somebody uh, who knows what happens to that person afterwards but uh she did something so good for her uh but like i said that first episode, when you see adrian brody like just like walk off that uh walk off that balcony like in. i the second thing i noticed is like Benjamin Bratt chased her out. He hits her once. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not a really good shot, man. If you can't hit He's her. It's a horrible <laughs> shot. He, she was
1: right in front
0: of him. I know. Like down a narrow hallway, and like, how can how can yeah. you not hit her? Like, yeah. but like when he like kills uh Dasha polonka's character, Natalie, like he just walked. I know her husband. uh He walks yeah. and opens the door immediately. And then when she walks in, you know, yeah. one shot. I'm like, okay, well, he must yeah. have been drinking or something he I, I was love going through. We ain't voting.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you know, good stuff for him. And look, Benjamin Brad as this just sleazeball ball guy who's gonna be chasing her down the entire He's season. Good. He's really good in this. And uh
1: Yeah, I, I have to say when when I figured out that like, oh God, she's she's gonna be escaping Benjamin Brad and going around and solving crimes, I was like, Yes,
0: yes I know, exactly. Yes and it's it's just a it's just a fun fun show and I, I just enjoy it immensely so uh but the the episode ends with Adrian Brody killing himself her going on the run um and basically trying to get away from Benjamin Bratt and the rest of
1: and the Adrian Brody's dad calling her
0: yes and do we know who you know who is his dad's uh, Ron going to be Perlman. yeah uh Perl- ron perlman they haven't shown him yet but you can tell by the voice and yeah, you know yeah. that, he, that he's in this
1: because yeah, when he said hey kid it's been around i was like oh that's ron perlman
0: <laughs> and they do show like i think they showed like in the well, they show him in the trailer in the trailer yeah so uh so he i'm sure we'll see him probably like the last episode of the season or something yeah. like that so all right uh, so let's go on to Episode 2, and let me get my episode guide for Episode 2 up on IMD, so I'll make sure I have all of the I guests. think
1: Episode 2 was, was the funniest.
0: Yeah, Episode 2 was just really, really funny. Um, it, we get a couple of stars on this one. Uh, yeah. So Oscar nominee Hong Chao. I know. Hong Chao's in it, uh, playing Marge. Uh, you've got, for the first time in years, John Ratzenberger is oh, making yeah. an, an actual appearance. I mean, he's yeah. been doing voices a lot of voice for uh, for, Pits, for Pixar. Uh, I think he's done some yeah. other uh, voice stuff as well, but that's kind of what he's known for. Uh, and then, I'm not familiar with Colton Ryan, but apparently Colton Ryan's a guy that I should be aware of.
1: Yeah, yeah the Pierce he's in a lot of young stuff. I don't, I wasn't aware of him either, but people were very excited for him. I have seen Brandon Michael Hall. Uh, oh I saw yeah, him in Search Party. He's like a comedic person, Okay. and he was really good too. Yeah, he was. So the the premise on this one is you've got
0: uh, the subway guy who's played by Brandon Michael Hall. His name is Damien, uh, who does TikToks. Uh, has like kind of amassed a huge following doing subway TikToks, which is it just shows that there is content for everyone out there.
1: <laughs> if you yeah, get,
0: if you can get uh, a huge following based on subway TikToks, but. Uh, Colton Ryan's character, Jed, is just obsessed with uh, this character who works at a gas station. Uh, that person is played by – where is she? I don't see her. On here. Uh, Megan uh, Sorry, Thank you. Megan Surrey, who's na- who plays a character named uh, Sarah. Sarah. And he is just completely obsessed with her. But it's obviously the, it's obvious that Sarah and Damien are a thing. Uh, they are kind of together. And, uh, he just can, and basically Damien, every day he plays, he, he buys a, uh, he buys a card a lottery card from, from Sarah. And when he buys those cards, he plays them every day. And this time when he goes to confront Jed, this is when he plays his lottery card. When he plays that lottery card, he is. He ends up winning for once, and this is and at the, mo- the moment he wins, Jed
1: pushes him off. This kind of starts everything spiraling. How locked in were you to begin? I was very locked in. I will say, and this is one of my only complaints about the show: it takes a while to get to Natasha Leone's part. Yeah, it does. The, this one is probably the
0: longest before we ever see oh, Natasha Leone.
1: I thought the fourth one was the longest.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I think you're right about that. Then maybe it the was almost. One.
1: I felt like it was almost twenty minutes, but. I thought this was good because I will say, uh, Jed is one of the creepiest characters oh, yeah. we have ever seen he on really this, is. All, mm-hmm. all this podcast that we've done. I mean, I can't think of anyone who's creepier. He was just
0: weird. Yeah, he's very weird.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was extremely weird, and he was pulling off this role very, very
1: well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was uh, very good.
0: Now, what's one of the things I was having a hard time with at first, because he takes the body, he throws it into the back of this truck, and he goes up on top of the truck, and he goes up on top of his gas station like he's been doing, or his service station, and and just watches after, because he ends up killing, uh, when he climbs down, he ends up killing uh, Damien, he, takes, he bashes him over the head, and he takes the body, throws it in the back of a truck, and he watches the truck. And he sees the trucker go out, and it's a woman, and the trucker freaks out. And she doesn't, like, my, my initial instinct was, okay, well, she's going to call the cops, and the cops will come out, and he's just going to watch and see if he can figure out what's going to happen here. Because she, what he doesn't realize is that she, he doesn't expect her to notice that he broke off the, the padlock on her door. And when that happens, that, like, kind of throws his entire plan off. And so my entire time, I'm thinking, why aren't you calling the cops? Why aren't you calling the cops? Why aren't you calling the cops? And the reason she's not is because when we meet her, she trusts no one.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, this, this, is, this is Hong Chow. She plays Marge. And she is uh, like. has to be an ode to Pee Wee's Playhouse, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, yeah. Remember, Large Marge was the truck driver. Oh,
0: that's right. Be. I didn't, I forgot about that. But it you're has right. To be. I bet you're right. Uh, but yeah, so she's. She trusts no one. So we find out that once they kind of get the episode going with Latasha Leon's character, she doesn't trust anybody. She's not she's not willing to listen to anybody. The fact that she even trusts Charlie, uh, it takes her a while to get to the point where she trusts Charlie, and this is why she's not Got calling it. the cops. So the, it made sense once we see it, but when I was first watching, yeah. I was like, why aren't you calling the cops?
1: Right. Yeah. She only uses gold
0: and cash, wasn't right. that I it? No, gold and cash. <laughs> like, who has gold? <laughs> I things I in gold. Uh, but like I said, just a, another good character actor. We're talking about character actors, and she is just one of the best. Because uh, we just I saw her say, in
1: say, I wanted more Hong Chow. I mean, yeah. Because so. I wanted to see Marge at the end. Yeah, because once they arrested,
0: we don't see her again we don't at that see point. Her
1: again.
0: yeah. Uh, but it was good to see John Ratzenberger because we meet John yeah, Ratzenberger the next day. Like I said, we haven't seen him in a long time. Uh, but it, look, he's still playing. Uh, what's his name? That was on Cheers. Cliff Clavin. I mean, he felt very much like Cliff and uh, as a grown-up Cliff. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, love what they were doing with John Ratzenberger. The fact that this guy is just so creepy. You know, yeah. this is where the, one of the things that they also have to do is now that, you know, she had to be really smart to get around Adrian Brody because Adrian Brody knew her gift. Mm-hmm. None of these people know her gift. And so right. they're going to just, you know, they're going to completely underestimate her. And that's what they're right. doing. They're completely underestimating her. And one of the things I like is. Like I said, they, she's not. She's trying to get them caught by the cops, and she eventually does for Jed. But when she is setting up the entire thing here to begin with, she is basically just trying her best just to like prove that he did it. And you right. know, she's going to. Do, she the main reason she wanted to prove that he did wasn't necessarily because she wanted to like absolve uh, like.
1: Uh, avenge Damien and find his killer. She wanted her friend to get out of jail. Yeah, that was the main thing. Yeah, Marge, Marge. Marge was crazy, but she wasn't right. a killer. I believe is what she said. That one. I want to say. I love how a couple of times she tried to quit and leave. but right, She's she did. Just like, ah, let. She turned back around. And also, the Marge and Charlie bathroom scene was. Oh yeah, it was hysterical. It was, it was absolutely hysterical. It. Was, she I know I know. I was about to say. <laughs> Oh, this is what you're doing here. <laughs> this is what you're doing here. You may heard that line later on. <laughs> also, the line of, just because you wear them inside out, doesn't mean they're clean. That doesn't mean they're clean, right?
0: Oh, oh yeah. It's it's just really good stuff between the two of them. Uh and I had something else I was gonna say about her, and I can't remember what I was gonna say about her. Oh, the other thing. What? Well, what Marge is also doing. She's serving not only as, uh, the, you know, the the focal point for for Charlie in this episode to try to get her out of jail, but she is also the person who is giving Charlie her rules that she has to live by at this that's point. Right, right. You know, never draw withdraw from an ATM because if you do, you got four hours. When uh, you withdraw from that ATM, that's the, that's the how long it takes them to to track you down. Uh, you know, the thing about cash and gold you know uh, try to find yeah. your sub a uh, uh, side job that always pays you cash this is the thing that she's going to be doing throughout the rest of the season and probably who knows i don't know what they're going to do with the second season i'm sure this is going to get a second season, uh, this is going to a second season. but like i said i don't know how they're going how they resolve this first season i don't know what will lead into a second one but like i said yeah. she is the person that is basically charlie's mentor for how she has to live her life now and i thought that was just really great yeah. i
1: thought it was
0: uh but yeah, so it ends with it ends with Jed basically being caught uh basically because the the trucker that when they were having lunch when Char when uh, Charlie and Marge were having lunch, there was another trucker there. Uh they use his that they they track him down in a really funny scene about where they have to like remember the lyrics for a song uh, at oh, the very yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, what song
1: was that
0: I don't name? remember now. i I've, I've I've meant to write it down but I forgot to and I forgot to write it oh, down.
1: Man. Uh, the song when they, were ta- when they were singing
0: it. Yeah, I know. Like I said, I can't remember. I meant to write down. But uh, this is the song they used to track him down. Uh, so they get the video footage of off his dash cam, plus John Ratzenberger's character. Yeah, like, I was going to say. I don't know that he was going to turn his his nephew in, but you could tell like was, as soon as like Jed starts telling about how it's not his fault and all this type of stuff, he takes out his hearing aids and he can't hear him anymore because he doesn't want to hear it at that point. He just knows. Oh, that- it was Fox on the Run. Uh, that's right. Yeah, Fox on the Run. So, uh, like I said, just a great ending to the second episode. Uh, anything else you want to share with the second episode We're going to the third?
1: Uh, I, I, like you said, I, I like how John Ratzenberger kind of sold out his nephew. It was yeah. His nephew? Or yeah, his it, was his nephew, cause, okay. it was his nephew because yeah.
0: he said, "I treated you like a son."
1: And like you, uh, we mentioned Benjamin Bratt shows up at the end because uh, she used the ATM. She used
0: the ATM and she stayed for more than four hours. So that was yeah, she stayed camp.
1: more than four hours. Yep.
0: All right, and that takes us to episode three. Uh, Episode three, this one is called, let me pull it up, The Stall. Uh, Interesting beginning to this one because it starts with a guy who is played by Larry Brown. Uh, He plays this guy named George Boyle. And, like, he walks out of a trailer. He goes to a, a, a barbecue pit. And he's, like, crying. And he looks at somebody and says, I'm a murderer. And, like, I was like, did he, like, did he like fry, cook a body in there? Is that, was that what he did? What were you thinking when you saw this? I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. I was just like, what? Yeah. I know. And then, and then it resets. Cause this is the way that it starts is that these episodes start, they kind of set the stage and they reset to what happened previously. And so we learn about Larry Brown, and uh, he owns this world famous barbecue in Texas. Uh, he's kind of like the brains behind it, and Lil' Ray Howery is kind of like the person is like the marketing person. Yeah. But it's obviously quite obvious that Lil' Ray Howery's character Taffy is not really good about saving his money. He, he burns through it like like it's uh, taffy. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. just a really On dental floss. Oh, uh, our own dental floss. Like I don't get the whole point of the dental floss. That say the Well, least. I
1: get it a little bit because if you eat ribs, you get it in your teeth. Well,
0: yeah, that's true. You do get it in your teeth. You're right about that. So, I was like, well, why are we selling dental floss? But, to, uh, but but Georgia was kind of the same way. He's like because when she tell when he tells her, you know, it's a great idea. It's or it's a dynamite idea. Or something, I don't remember what he what he said. And she calls BS on him. And he's like, Yeah, you're right. It's like having an air horn at a symphony. Is what he what he said. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh Little Real, man always funny always I guess, Well
0: that was that was that was uh George who said that that was Larry right. Brown yeah uh, he's talking about Little Ray Little Ray Howery. Yeah. But Little Ray Howery is kind of the one I mean he might've been my favorite of the, of the additional stars just because he is so animated throughout the course of this, the entire kind of thing.
1: And him as a barbecue guy with the cowboy hat, in Texas. Oh yeah. I was just like, that's delicious.
0: It really was. It was just absolutely delicious. I mean, he was just having, he, you could tell he was, he was having, having fun. a ball. Yeah, he, he was having a huge,
1: okay. I'm going to stop us right now for we... after watching him and Hong Chow my first thought was, my God, they could be in a Knives Out movie. Oh, yeah, they really could, yeah. and
0: Look, it, it wouldn't surprise me if some of the people that we see in, in the course of this
1: yeah. this
0: show, however many seasons they do it, if we don't see a few of them pop up in, in the next Knives yeah. Out film. It wouldn't you surprise me at all. You tell
1: me Lil Rel could have been in the last two movies. Oh, I mean, yeah, I know. Especially the last one. There's,
0: uh, I mean, you can find a spot for him. Oh, yeah, you could absolutely find a spot for him. So I'll be interested to see if any of them do show up, because it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, but... You know, so basically what the, the premise is, the movie that she, because, like, when she rolls into town, she rolls in with her MAGA dog that she, like, befriends oh off the street gosh. that she absolutely hates. Uh, the racist, uh, the racist, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't remember. Uh fascist. fascist, thank you. Racist, fascist dog that she has that is just loving the racist, fascist show that's on the radio. Yeah. it's just absolutely fantastic this dog is just absolutely wonderful yeah he
1: was he was
0: <laughs> he was so good
1: especially when he got hurt man. oh yeah uh-huh. is there
0: anything cuter than a hurt dog um, there's not there's nothing cuter than hurt dog on his little head. Oh, okay. yeah but you, you felt and like i said no matter how bad the dog is you still felt bad for it because uh, it's a dog and you can't you can't hurt yeah. a dog on television that's like that's like the ultimate you sin know. that little you real, real however does uh but it's like I said, the premise is, you know, she rolls into town, and she is uh, giving George all these uh, movies to watch, and they're all about animals. And one of them that she gives, I, think, I can't remember, is like Okage or something. I, I Osha,
1: Oksha. Oksha, thank it's you. That, it's that Bong Joon-ho movie.
0: Right. About a meat plant. <laughs> about a meat plant. And so it basically, when George comes out of it, he's like, I am now a vegan. I have been yeah. a murderer. And like, oh, we're like, okay, so this is the setup. And this is a problem when you're a pit master. you can't really be a vegan. And he wants yeah. out of the business. So, and
1: he wants to become a vegetarian. Yeah. To move to California of all, from Texas. From Texas so of all
0: places. So, and this is a problem for Little Real Howard because he can't afford to buy him out. Yeah. And he knows that he doesn't have the the cooking chops that George does, so he can't go about like really continuing the business. So he. Plots up a strategy to try to kill him, and that way they'll at least get the money and all this type of stuff, and maybe keep the restaurant going. Because uh, like, that's the plan. They do want to try to keep the restaurant going, even though I would question about how just successful they would be without George.
1: Yeah.
0: But they do this. They do this great plot. And like, this was the one that was the most Columbo liked me because Columbo. Yeah. Always had like these just intricate plot plans to m- mm-hmm. commit a murder, and this is the one where he goes to his radio show. He records a sixteen-minute segment about sausage links. He has yeah. George's wife, who he's apparently having a fling with D- Danielle
1: <laughs> McDonald, who we saw in The Tourist, who's always
0: very good. At oh, film. that's right, she was. I knew I was, I was like, where have I seen her? But you're right, she's in The Tourist. Um, much different role than when she played in the church. Yeah, much different role. Uh, so he goes across and does his show, has his wife has George's wife call him uh, into the radio show to get this question so he could go on and on for sixteen minutes about uh, about sausage and how it's made, so he can sneak over to George's little trailer basically do the uh, carbon monoxide poison with he does he goes do it with this car that's actually electric but he can't so he does he's the smoker and that's when the dog comes up and when the dog comes up and starts attacking him that's the first clue that gets left behind because the tooth gets left in the wood Mm -hmm. and when he takes the dog over like as soon as i saw the train is like that's going to play a part somehow did you think the same thing
1: yeah 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 i did i I didn't know how but i knew it was going to play a part and he also did the he kept shouting out his brother in the long thing. He kept right. talking about how George was the real brave. Right, George exactly. was the one making it look. You know how much how they loved each other and how, they, how much respect he had for George. Right, and so he's going on and on for
0: 16 minutes, and it eventually, uh, eventually, he finally gets done. And when they go back to when they, when he gets back, he one of the other key things is he mutes his mic because that's where it eventually t- mm-hmm. t- tips her off later but this is just a weird thing you know because when we get back to when she hears when Mandy hears that uh, Taffy is done with his with his portion of the radio show about about sausages uh she's in the kitchen and somebody asks for paprika and she's like go go I don't know where it is go ask uh, go ask George where it is and that's the first clue because uh Natasha Leon's Charlie knows she lies at that point so that's kind of like their first thing that like keys her in
1: yeah
0: uh but like i said it's just such a great s- setup because like i said this was that intricate plot like i said you have to have this thing pre-recorded he's got to go right. commit the murder in this certain amount of time frame he's got to be- get back to to host the regular show so like so there's all these different working parts and like i said it looks like it's an, an unbeatable plan but sure enough they come out and beat it uh The other great part about this is played by, uh, what is the the guy's name? Jane
1: Paul McGeehee. Thank you. Uh, where, where, what
0: was his name in the actual show? Well,
1: his actual name is austin His uh, his radio name yeah. is Hanky T. Pickens. Hanky yeah. T. Pickens. Yeah, I can't find him on my
0: on IMDb for some reason.
1: There he is. Okay, yeah, shay Paul
0: Uh, but yeah, so it turns out he's like doing all the radio shows, and yes. like it was just wonderful when you realized it really that. Like I had yeah. no idea that was coming. He was doing like twelve accents. Yeah, he was and doing them all perfectly. He even did yeah. a spot on Lil Howry. I don't know if that's he did. I don't, I don't know, know if that's him actually doing it if they just like recorded Lil'Rail Howery speaking and he just like lip syncing it or whatever. Either way it cracked me yeah, up. Yeah, no, it cracked me up either way. So uh, and of course the dog was still alive. Yeah, the dog is still alive. Yeah. Uh, But the thing that, like, cements the fact that Charlie knows that this was the part that it was uh, Mandy and Taffy that does it is the fact that when she's listening, going back and listening to that radio show, she never hears the train. Because, like, when they, like, the light bulb goes off, the train is going off in the background. I I didn't put two and two together at the time, but when she reveals, like, oh, that's why the light bulb went off right then.
1: Well, there was one thing about, uh, and this is another issue. This is one of the small issues that happened in this plot. She was able to figure out the the wood was pecan from the way George has told her in yeah. one day. In one day. No right. way. <laughs> no. no way.
0: No, yeah, dude, there's I no way that happened.
1: I, I can't tell all this stuff. There's <laughs> no way. One part it, unless she's some kind of saboteur. I have
0: right yeah I, that's that part is a little bit hard to believe but you know what that's gotta tell a story so I, i'll let it pass <laughs>
1: it's fun, it's fun. I, I love the ending though where the dog ends up with austin because he loved his voice so much, <laughs> loved his voice so much. like that made me so happy <laughs> i know it really did
0: oh uh, it was so great because yeah he's just in there curled up next to him because that's just the person that he wants to be with so uh just wonderful stuff on that third episode uh the fourth episode let's go ahead and go on to it it is called I always forget that oh, rest, in metal. rest in metal uh the big star that we get in this one is chloe savini uh
1: what do you think about this episode overall i liked it i thought it was the slowest yeah i, thought and so too. I didn't enjoy it as much as much but it was still good. Chloe Savini was really good and so was Nicholas Carillo as Gavin. Yeah, Gavin was fantastic.
0: I think he may have stolen the show on this one. If we you're were doing right, I think you're right. We're gonna be doing weekly awards and look, I think we both know that uh, Natasha Young would get it for all four of these, but if we were doing a week, if we were doing just this one episode, oh, he might have gotten it for he, this one. He,
1: he probably would have. He was he was really good, and the fact that going kept going back to the joke of that he actually went to Juilliard and <laughs> cracked me up <off> each time. <laughs> it really did. Uh, so the premise is obviously
0: Chloe Savini, and I'm trying to think who are the rest of the people in her band. Uh, G.K. Uma I think was the other one, and.
1: Uh, uh, John Danielle, who's actually in a band, the
0: Mountain Goats. Okay, so they're all they were all in this band in the nineties. Uh, they were all in this metal band, and they had this Doxicology. One, Doxicology, Thank you. I couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, and they had this one big hit called "Staplehead." But the problem yeah. with the with the one big hit is the only per, the person who wrote it was their drummer, and so she gets all of. The royalties for this, because uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit last night when yeah, we were talking about. We sure did. Uh, when we were talking about a uh, long, yeah.
1: long time on. And, and now, and now the writer lives in. Uh- <laughs> And the subarms wearing leggings and doing nothing. Oh, really? <laughs> that's what they said on the. Oh, show. yeah, that's right. That's right that's she right. doesn't work. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. So, uh, you know, she's you know the, this song gets played quite a bit. You know, even though you know big hits get played for a long, long time, even oh, after yeah. they were uh, the, a big hit. So it haunts them. So they have this great hit, but they're not making any money off of it because their drummer wrote it. Uh, but they're trying to find the big hit. They're trying to find the big hit, and they finally get a big hit, but it's their it's their again their drummer who writes. Is hidden. So they don't want to have any part of it. So they set up again an elaborate scheme to have him murdered while you know to and it would yeah. supposedly like take the all like speculation about them off off of them. And of course, you know, Charlie Kale is going to figure it out and uh put all the blame on them. And it works out perfectly. Uh, but like I said, Chloe Savini is really good in this. I thought she yeah. did a really Ruby
1: good Ruby Ruid. what a great thing I know, it's great name for a, for a singer. singer.
0: Yeah, for yeah. a heavy metal singer, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, but she's just wonderful in it. Uh, the guy who plays the narc, John Hodgman. <laughs>
1: oh, he's always good. He's good
0: yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he, and it turns out he's not actually a narc. I mean, that's just what's yeah, so that great. Was hilarious.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> He's just like, why don't you I'm just bad at buying drugs?
1: Yeah, you are, dude. You, you really are.
0: <laughs> Oh, but that was, uh, some well, good
1: stuff. I-, I loved how they, uh, Ruby ruined trying to make this song merch girl a hit. Oh yeah. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, and you can tell she's just bad mouth the merch girl. Right. Well, then we find out merch girl is uh, Charlie. Yeah. It's merch girl is
0: Charlie. So, uh, that's the that 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 that's right uh but like i said it was kind of the slowest one it was the one that probably of the four it's probably my least favorite of the four yeah uh but nevertheless i thought it was still a good episode overall but yeah uh, of the four it's, it's probably my least favorite maybe that's the reason they want to go ahead and put a fourth one on that way mm-hmm. it doesn't get left by itself um uh, if, if they felt like it was the weakest maybe that's why yeah. they put all four i don't know but uh we get benjamin Brad. he again tracks her down because she is part of a krampus viral video and so once that gets a little real- and she doesn't even realize it at the time right, but once right. it once it hits the internet about four hours pass and there here comes benjamin Brad showing up again just really you know benjamin Brad showing up being just this kind of sleaze ball. it works every single time
1: it does every single time
0: but so we get to the end and it turns out you know, they're getting ready to sign a deal because, look, Charlie oh, has she yeah. she has she has no recourse because she can't go to the police herself. I Even mean, if she could, you know, people aren't probably going to believe her uh, based off of like just these. You know, the fact that she, that's kind of the problem that she has. She always and has, she's a criminal. Yeah, she's a criminal. So she's a criminal. That's one problem. But the other problem, you know, she tells people, you know, I I just know when people are lying. That's not going to convince anybody, and you know, it's not going to be admissible in court. So she always has to figure out some way to get them caught in some weird fashion uh when they when they reveal that the music to behind this song uh, is the theme song to benson like i when i uh, saw the done. kid watching benson, I was like okay there's gotta be something to that <laughs> yeah yeah because i mean you don't well, just have a kid he that, doesn't he
1: say something about the theme song is awesome yeah oh well,
0: yeah he did mm-hmm. yeah he yeah, did yeah. He, he did and like i said i didn't even it did sound a little familiar when they were playing it, but I wasn't putting Benson in. with I, the, I,
1: I never called it, and I used to love that theme song.
0: I know I, I watched Benson all the time when I was a kid in the eighties. Yeah, so, me too, yeah. but the fact that that's how that's how they like work that into this into the show is just absolutely. That's a brilliant part of this part of the episode. So,
1: yeah.
0: uh, that's what well, it gets and the,
1: f- the and, and the podcast
0: and the podcaster the murder. I can't remember the name of that podcast was murder girl murder girl murder girl yeah Yeah. murder girl so she's the one who like starts to break it down and uh, is going to be the one that ends up putting them in jail it's just absolutely fantastic, and uh, it'll take us into week five, which or episode five, which will be uh, just—I'm sure—will be which just as good. Is starting
1: Judith Light.
0: Yeah, it has Judith Light, and I'm sure she'll and be. And her
1: the- husband from the menu.
0: Yeah, it's oh yeah, he's in it too. Uh, it's also got uh, Esposito Mercerson. Uh, oh yeah, she's
1: always good. Yeah, she- Law and Order, right?
0: Law and Order. She's also in uh, Chicago Med. She plays a role in it. So uh, they got they got a few they got a few in this one coming up for next week. So then it should be a good one as well. So- So uh, anything else you want to say about any of the previous four episodes before we head on to our uh, awards for the
1: week? Like we talked about, this is just really fun. You can turn your brain off and just have a good time.
0: Yeah, that's like I said, the fact that they give us what happens. Ahead of time that allows you yeah. just kind of go along with the flow because you're not sitting there trying to figure out. Cause normally that's what I would be doing. I'd be trying to figure it out as they're going along, but uh, yeah. since they tell us, that, like uh, the only thing you're trying to figure out is how she's, going to, how she's going to figure it out, and that's not nearly as that's not oh. nearly as engaging. And Gavin was cousin Chad on She-Hulk. Oh, was he? I yeah. didn't even realize that. Oh, okay. Well, good. That makes me happy because I like him, I yeah. love She-Hulk. So, all right. So, how we do our awards in? Let's do it. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a television show in the middle of a week or in the middle of a uh, season, we do three awards for our season. Well, we do three awards for that particular week, in this case, four episodes. Uh, so we start off with the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for these first four episodes. I think I know where we're both going, but I'll just go ahead and yeah, let you start. I mean,
1: it's It's got to be Natasha Lyonne. It's Charlie Cale. It is. Let's just go ahead and do this if
0: it if we were doing an individual episode just for this one particular category episode one who would be adrian brody yeah yeah adrian brody was really good he was really good yeah he was really good in that one uh episode two who would you go with on that one there's a few on that one that you go with. I mean, it's I either mean, Hong
1: Chao or Colton Rye. Yeah,
0: I know. I, I think I would probably go Hong Chau if I had yeah. to guess.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Colton Ryan was good, too, though. So, I mean, like you said, he's yeah. as creepy as anything we've ever seen on it, though. anything yeah. we've ever covered on this show. Uh, episode three, who are you going with? little Royale. yeah little he was he was just dynamite
1: dynamite, dynamite. shane paul deserves some serious oh yeah though.
0: yeah you're correct about that but yeah it's gotta be little Howery. uh and then we just talked about episode four yeah, it's nicholas yeah it's nicholas so uh like i said those would kind of be if we we're doing individual episodes but overall i mean look this is going to be carried by natasha leone because it is her show so uh and she and,
1: carries it she is a perfect person for a mystery of the week type show, yeah,
0: she really is, and she's just absolutely knocking out of the ballpark. So, phenomenal. All right, next is the Agatha all along. So, there's a bunch of scenes we could choose from on this. Yeah. Uh,
1: what are you going with? I'm going with the when her introduction in the first episode because that tells you what the what, how this show is going to go overall. Yeah, that there's a crime, and then she shows up and she's involved. Because especially if you watch all four you think about that first time she shows up you're like ah i see how this show's gonna go right
0: yeah i i I think so i think you're probably right there but i do want to shout out the first time she meets her maga dog
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was was funny
0: that was hilarious uh the if you come with the king you best not miss your best line for the week what'd you go with
1: i'm going with barge. that's what happens in here after I'm assuming she farts. They both look at each other, and you know no one claims it. No one claims it, but they both parts. Uh I'm yeah. going with
0: the line that she says that that she learns from Adrian Brody's character, uh, hit him where it hurts, because that's kind of yeah. what seems to be guiding her as she goes throughout the course of this season. So uh, yeah, that's the one I'm going with. Yeah. But yeah, that the this that's what happens in here. That was a great yeah. line between uh, uh what's your name? Hong uh, Chow. Hong Chow. March. Thank you. All right, so we have a rating system here on the Main Attraction Podcast. We have at the top of our list is a Game of Thrones. Just beneath Game of Thrones is a Lost. Middle of the road for us is a Friends. Beneath Friends is a Full House. At the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. After four episodes, what are you grading this so far?
1: I'm gonna give it a loss. I don't think it's Game of Thrones. I think it's close. Uh, I'm still concerned about how this will go on for, is it 10 episodes? 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. That, th- this could get old, but I don't think it will. But I'm still concerned because I will say, especially that fourth episode, it felt like it took a long time right. to get to her, to get to Natasha, uh, Natasha León Saints, And she's so good. I want her involved in everything. Right. I want the crime part to be a little shorter, if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to get to her. That's my only complaint. That those feel, but I think it could end up being Game of Thrones for me. I wouldn't. Um, I'm going to keep watching this. Actually, I may let it. Uh, I may let it, uh, a couple of episodes. Come through and right. watch them in a binge. Because I, I really think this show is going to be better as a binge.
0: Yeah, I kind of think that as well. I will say this. Look, the first three episodes were probably Game of Thrones for me. The last one was a loss. So three yeah. out of four of Game of Thrones, I'm going with the Game of Thrones. <laughs> so I'm, I want to go ahead and go ahead and go there just because – Look even though that last one was a little bit lesser than the rest yeah. of them, I still thought it was still good. And the first three were just such a joy to watch. Uh, I they mean, were.
1: That first that pilot, man, it's one of the best ones we've seen.
0: It really is. And I was, like I said, I was immediately bought in and hooked in and I just, mm-hmm. I, I loved every minute of it. So, uh, I'm going to start the Game of Thrones. Great. It's great that we have, look, I kind of talked about this in something else we did, I don't remember, but uh, you know, here in January, We don't normally get a lot of great television or great movies, but we've got two fantastic shows right now between this and The Last of Us. Uh, It's just really rare to get such high-quality television. This early in the year, normally they kind of wait a little bit. Normally it's right around March, like when, right, right when The Mandalorian is about to come out. Uh, yeah. That is when you start to see like people releasing stuff, and that's when a lot of people are releasing stuff. There's quite a oh, bit yeah. to go, to, that we're going to have to kind of decide what we're going to be covering. But we're getting some really good television here to start the year off, and I'm just absolutely ecstatic about it. So. All right. Uh, before we sign off for of the week, uh, we do like to give some things that we are looking forward to, So that our audience can look forward to them as
1: well. What do you got this week? So speaking of mystery of the week, after party is back. Oh, is it really? When yes, is when's it coming? Uh, late March. It's uh, oh, okay. um, oh late March again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> we got everything in late March. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Also, uh, I've been watching Party Down. What's that that show that? It's the show that like Adam Scott, Martin Starr were on Jay Leno years ago on Stars. It's coming back like twelve years later on on Star on in Stars on Stars Network. Right in late February, it said. Okay, so I'm looking for that season three like twelve years later.
0: Uh, well, mine that I'm looking forward to We uh, This was the first I saw When I was watching The Last of Us last night uh, We saw the release date For Succession Season 3 Again, late March, March 26th Which I think is like the day before Yellowjacket's yeah. releases, if I'm not mistaken yes. uh, So, like I said, that, that's going to be Quite the ride there But uh, And that, that Most recent first look looks like It's going to be an absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic Season of Succession uh, I just absolutely cannot wait for it, I'll be you able to enjoy it week to week like everybody else now has and we got what we'll to make some decisions about what we're going to cover because it's going to be a lot uh yeah i
1: love the uh picture of uh there was a, a big uh meme going around of uh of uh oh god connor what was connor's wife's name oh i can't remember her
0: name uh but i know who you're talking uh, Willa. About. willow it was thank connor
1: you. and willis wedding and it said this is my royal wedding <laughs> Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. Tell me about that. that's. Like I said, there's going to be so much. I th- I can't wait to see how they they address it in in that show. So, uh,
1: I mean, Mandalorian, Succession, and Yellowjackets, man. We I got know. a couple.
0: We I know. To. I know. So we'll we'll we we'll definitely talk about because it, it's going to be hard because that's going to be one being on a Monday night. We got to figure out how we're going to do that. So we'll, we'll talk about it later on though. So, all right, guys. Uh, anything else you want to add before we sign off?
1: Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time.
0: I would echo those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.